Welcome to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. You know who we are. I'm not going to introduce this anymore. Perfect. And so we're here. No one else. Just just the two of us today. Evan, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, it's interesting. I, I was telling someone the other day, someone asked me how I was doing with quarantine. And I said, uh, amazing. It's it's like if you took my dreams and made them a reality. And I don't mean the people getting <laughs> sick and dying. What I mean is uh, I have an excuse not to deal with people. So that's great. You know, like I don't have to go talk to anyone. Um, I can avoid people when I'm out. Most people don't talk to you now if you have to go to the grocery store or something. Like, it's amazing. So That's true. They do try to dodge you now. Yeah, I'm enjoying that part of it. Um been you know doing a lot of stuff in the homestead which has been great and uh but yeah i don't know the the legion uh legion is nothing's happening basically right now yeah that's like right like nothing's happening no new articles about um new product right like no no surprises um i know there'll be uh you know i'm sure there'll be like some stuff coming up but just general stuff but nothing like uh like world shaking um i know right. invader league's coming that's really the big um the big like legion thing oh, yeah 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 so when you guys listen to this podcast it'll be wednesday uh and so they're having a if you're interested in in invader league and you want to see what's happening uh on reha eric reha's channel twitch channel they're going to have a like a launch and bracket announcement, um, and that's twitch.tv slash R1H4. Um, so you can check that out if you're interested. If you're not, that's cool. Don't worry about it. We're not going to spend a ton of time on it because um, I hate TTS. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Even in I, quarantine, uh... I hate TTS. <laughs> <laughs> I um. Yeah, the only thing to mention is like uh, they're adding some new units. I've been playing a little bit with Cad Bane. Um, yep. Like I'm playing just Hunter, just Cad Bane and Hunter. Um, yeah. It's fine. I mean, like you could really feel like I don't know what the other card is. Like no one knows, right? Well, yep. none of the lay people know, uh, such as myself, about what the other cards are. So all we have is like the Punch Gauntlet, and he's. I don't know how I feel about that right now. Right. Uh, I'm sure. I'm, I imagine he must come with something else. Uh, otherwise, I feel bad. Uh, so, but even though uh, he only has his little pistols, I've been building my my current uh, objective deck with the new vital assets to have missions that are mm. low scoring. So, yeah. like one or two point like victory points, and then I'm yeah. trying to get the bounty. So the bounty gives works more for me now. Uh, so I won't do like recover supplies. I won't do um, uh, intercept the transmissions. Uh, key positions is a maybe. Uh, uh, moisture evaporators is probably yes. And so I'm trying to leverage the bounty, mm-hmm. or if I wasn't playing him, secret mission to really pay mm-hmm. off for yep. me more for, for getting it. So I'm, I'm hoping you'll see more bounty hunters come back. Yeah, it's so it's interesting. I uh, actually, while we were on the cast two episodes ago when we had Zach on, I 
impulsively signed up for Invader League while they were talking, just because I was like, screw it, I need to play some Legion. I hate TTS, but I'll play some Legion. Uh, and I actually signed up for Empire. I, I thought about going uh, CIS because I have this really cool list, which I'll talk about in a second, that I really want to play. Um, but I just figured it's empire is what I know right now. And it's what I was going to play at worlds anyway. So it's like, ah, screw yeah. it. I'll just, I'll just play empire. It's what I know. Um, and I'm really excited to do like a double vehicle list with the new, with the new oh, cards. roll out. Yeah. Roll out and bombing run yeah. both work pretty good for them. Yeah. Hard yeah. And ATST when it wants to be in your face. Yeah. And I think, I think it might be really good. ATST tank or double ATST. I was looking at a double ATST, <laughs> double ATST list. ATST. Um, <laughs> might be really good with payload too, because you can kind of stop them from doing some of the what they want to do. Like <laughs> I think there's block a lane, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I'm gonna play, and that's what I'm gonna play. But here's my list that I'm like super excited to play, and I I probably won't play it in TTS just because um, TTS is never a good uh like canary in the coal mine for how your list is it's it it just doesn't work right um so you you never know what your list can truly do sure so but as soon as these come out and we're we can play in person again are you ready i'm ready evan so it's a cis list grievous okay, okay. with aggressive tactics tenacity and his and his gun okay the annihilator six Units of B1s with an extra battle droid. Okay. No heavy upgrade. Okay. Just just seven. Six droidy <laughs> yeah. boys. Yeah, okay. Seven droids and six units, right? So, uh, so okay. You're up, okay. Two Stap Riders. Okay. And, an, and the AAT with the tactical droid pilot and the high energy shells. Oh, okay. That's probably, that's what? Three... Nine, ten activations? Is that right? Ten activations, 782 points. Oh, 82. Oh, you should go yeah. for that deep bit, huh? Okay. Um, well, I mean, I just haven't decided what to do the 18 points with yet. Like, I'm thinking maybe a link targeting ray or... Uh, I think drop <laughs> yeah. a, a HQ uplink on one of your, your boys. And yeah. That's probably... Uh, yeah, because they got they got coordinate to droid troopers. So Yeah, so out of... Because uh, I've, I've had quite a bit of reps in with CIS at this point. Um. When Grievous does the one pip dive, like his uh, yeah. Jedi Arts, you're going to be real sad when everything has to fire and not move. Right. So if you put the HQ uplink on, you can at least, uh, even if you only use it once, it saves you just one turn of being like real sad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. I like that. And so maybe one HQ uplink on one of those guys that'll put me at 792, and then maybe maybe link targeting ray on the. Yeah, team. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, with that many activations, you're. Who cares? <laughs> you know, yeah. almost maybe about the bid, just like whatever. Especially if you um, now you're doing the tactical droid. Is that the um? That's the, the one, one that you... gives you field commander and you oh, lose okay. AI attack. Oh, you know. I think it's bad. good okay. for the lose AI attack, right? So you yeah, have yeah. him on there. You don't, you know, you don't give your tank an order because you're doing something else. Well, when he gets his order, he could do whatever he wants, you know, because yep. you lose no. AI. So I like that. You know? I honestly think all the droid pilots are good. The more I've played mm. the tank, they, they all have a place for their play style. Um, yeah. Because you could do uh, with the extra points. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty good because I was doing Dooku tank and droids. I'd start my order chain on the tank and I'd do the droid that can pass the order token. Yep. And so uh, then I'd have link targeting right too, so he gets 
uh, order passes it, then linked. And then you could even, or if you didn't want to do linked, you could do that new card, the you get to coordinate uh, one to two out mm -hmm. um, to make them a little farther. So yeah, you got a lot of options. The staff writers are going to be real clutch for you, I think. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So here's what I'm thinking for, okay, so that's that's my list with some tweaks here and there, right? So here's what I'm thinking for cards for my play deck. Okay. Breakthrough. Okay, yeah. Payload. Okay. That's uh, from Vital Assets. Basically, Payload says, uh, where is it here? Do, 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 do. Starting with the blue player, each player places a bomb cart within their deployment zone. Each player controls the bomb cart that they place. Then, starting with the blue player, each player marks a piece of terrain by placing an objective token matching their opponent's color on that terrain. Each chosen terrain piece cannot be within a deployment zone, but can overlap a deployment zone. At the end of each round, starting with the blue player, each player's bomb cart may pivot and then move a speed to move if there are more friendly unit leaders than enemy leaders at range one of it. At the end of the game, each player gains one victory token if their bomb cart is at range two of the terrain piece marked with an objective token matching their color. Two, if it's within range, one, or three, if it is in base contact with the terrain piece. So with Payload, with with the, I think this would be great for this list because basically you use the tank and the sap riders to like, you know, yeah. uh, to, to like maybe circle around because it's unit leader. So you could put, you could put the staff riders and the battle tank near their payload and then they're, they're not going to be able to move it. Oh yeah. That's actually pretty funny. You just block the road. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Um, so payload breakthrough key positions. Cause that's, uh, that's unit leaders, right? So yep. that works good. for tanks. And yeah. then, yeah. And then bombing run. I, uh, key positions was really good for me when I was running the tanks. You just, park it on it yeah yep. and it just gets to stay there and aim and fire pretty much the whole game yeah it's amazing uh, then for deployment battle lines uh roll out okay yeah hem hemmed in and danger close so he roll out hemmed in danger close are all from vital assets um and i like the configurations they play well to the tank and the steps and and the battle cards that i played yeah. or picked you know so that's pretty cool. Then for conditions, hostile environment, because droids don't care about suppression. Uh, war weary, because yep. droids don't care about suppression. <laughs> yeah. uh, fortified positions for the droids. You could put the barricades out, which is pretty cool. Um, and then supply drop, just to keep it fun. I mean, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. With mine, I think I took... I'm doing a Grievous... Uh, Aggressive tactics, strict orders, uh, tenacity, and the pistol. I'm doing uh, Cad Bane, uh, or the Chad Bane himself, with uh, uh -huh. just Hunter. And then four groups of uh, B1s with the extra man, plus their uh, EC1, the three black die. Um, yeah. One super battle droid group with an extra man and the AC, the three red, three red gun, the AC2M, I think. I'm getting that wrong, but the three red gun. And then uh, two groups of snipers with the Hunter. And because they don't, they're always probably going to be AI. The idea is if I hit like a Ton or a Hero, they'll get an aim to try to get Pierce. But uh, I took uh, Hostage Exchange, um, Hostage Exchange, 
uh, moisture vaps, mm-hmm. uh, not breakthrough, but uh, the bomb cart, and I think I took key positions. Um, and mm-hmm. that way, I can try to leverage that extra point that the bounty gives me. Yeah. Uh, and on hostage exchange, it's I actually like that objective quite a bit because you have to pick one of your cores. And so if you pick a weak, like if you try to just do the uh, the core attacks, you're just bringing three naked cores. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be real sad uh, when you yeah, put like yeah. a four man group of just storms out there. Right. And uh, I have a five man group of super battle droids. Uh, yeah. Like they just mine won't die, right? Like I can get out of there because the uh, the hostage gives you uh, lowers your speed down to by one, so to one generally, but it gives you an extra courage. So they have courage three, which is panic six. So they don't get they'll get both their actions until they either a get I under B uh, get six suppression, which is fine. Um, mm. And I I can even fight with my hostage carriers, right? Cause right, they're so right. Beefy. And then they're closer to you now, so I can either just right. dive with them, or if I run, if I decide to run, uh, like you're gonna have to fire at them a whole turn to take them out. Whereas maybe like a four man group of like uh, clones or uh, rebels might just get like, you know, bad dice happen, right? It might just get one or two shot. So uh, I, I like how you actually have to build some strong cores now for some of these objectives. Uh, I like to see the game kind of going back towards that, right? Like strong yeah. activations. So I think that's a good... I, th- I really like some of this new stuff. I think it's good good for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I was playing around. I, I think it's a ridiculous list, uh, but I thought it would be funny. I'm still working on the details, but it's 11 activation empire list. Okay. It has right now. I don't have all the upgrades and everything in yet, yeah, right? Yeah. But I have Veers, six stormtroopers, no heavy or anything yet, uh, three speeder bikes, and an ATST with the armor pilot and the twin light blaster cannon. Oh wow! Okay. For eleven activations, and That's so good. yeah, and so I was thinking of something, especially with vital assets, right? Like you put payload um bombing run like almost similar to the layout you know what i put together for the other one and you got yourself you know some potential to take to win you know with that i think it's i think vital assets really changes how this game's going to be played and and what lists you can and can't bring i think it's uh uh it's it's just cool because i was building my deck and i could actually build build it to what i felt was strong for my army and yeah. that's that's a good change because man, uh, you know we we play a lot of Legion, right? Like a lot of Legion. So uh, our my my mileage on the current command cards is different from from most people's. But I am so sick of them. Holy cow, mm. am I sick of like intercept transmissions or actually more sabotage moisture vaps like battle lines and something else? I'm like, dude, I can't. I'm I can't. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I just can't play this anymore. So to see the new ones come up and actually be like surprised and have to reread them a couple times to figure out exactly what I need to do. I think is uh uh that's super cool. Like it's just fun to actually build the deck and I leave stuff out on purpose now. I'm like, no, no, I definitely don't want those in the deck. They don't work for me. And now I think I do probably want to bid because my army works best if I can get these. Mm-hmm. And when we did that when I was playing, I've only played like two games with my setup so far. And everything that's out I like. I'm not like, yeah. oh man, I had to take that, so I'm gonna get stuck with it. Now it's everything that I put out, I'm like, okay, my army could do any of this. Right, um, right, right. Will I think a bid war come? Maybe. Um, but like in Legion, um, like in X-Wing, if you took a deep bid, it's probably because you're playing a high, like an ace list, which is uh, guys who want to move after all the information's gone. So you take ships who are aces, like three of them, and then you take a deep bid 
so if someone else took aces and they didn't go as deep as you, you get to move after. And that's mm. that's very strong in X-Wing. In Legion, when you take a bid, um, you do get like the advantage of your deck and table placement, which can be very strong. But also you sometimes like the sacrifices you make can kind of haunt you a little bit. Like, man, I really wish I'd taken that extra dude there. Man, I really wish I had tenacity on this. So even right. like ten points can really feel uh really feel like you're missing it in Legion. I think that's cool. So I don't I don't predict like you will see bids that are like 20, 30 points. Um, Cause at that point I feel like you're just throwing away, like you're making some hard sacrifices to make sure you get that mm-hmm. bid. Yeah. 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 And who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Do you know? I sure don't. Evan doesn't know. None <laughs> of us know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's actually probably the invader leagues. The, like the most thing to talk about right now. Um, I mean, we got uh, what they were hoping for releases in June at this point, I think. Let's see. So, I mean, we saw that like Iden, Cassian, and the AAT are kind of trickling out through retail right now, yeah. right? And I don't know, I don't know how that's working, and I don't understand why it's working, but that seems to be. Uh, you know, seems to be what's happening. But yeah, I would assume everything that's been announced we'll probably see by August, September at this point. Maybe later, yeah. depending on how long the quarantine goes. But I mean, really, I I I can tell I can tell you, the audience and you, Evan, the, this as a fact. The FFG produces their stuff in China. We all know that, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. China's still manufacturing, so nothing's stopping product manufacturing right now. Yeah, shipping getting a little delayed here and there, depending. Um, I haven't, we haven't experienced any delays uh, with our mats. They're due this week. They've been due this week for months, right? Yeah. Um. So you know, we do into us, and hopefully, I can get them out this week. That's that's the goal. But like, so you know. I I know that there's some delays, but there isn't as many delays as people would have you believe. Uh, But so they're getting in products. So then the question is, okay, it comes in and then we distribute it. Right. And so the hard part is having distribution uh, because they're probably not an essential workforce. Um, But, you know, I mean, they're still getting product out there. So the question remains, why should why should they be delayed? Why not get them out to the older retailers who are able to sell them now and 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 let it go? Yeah, it feels pretty bad. Um, you know, our local area has none. Uh, yeah. But uh, like it's you see some people get them, some people don't. Um, there's just like no like consistency to a lot of like who gets what where. Um, and as a guy who ordered his tank like last year, I think at this point, uh, for, for the droids. In preparation for worlds, uh, I just want my tank, man. Like I get, you know, 100% get it. Uh, human lives need to be involved to do this. It's dangerous to be around people. I get it. Like I am totally not yeah. saying I want my toy now because I am entitled to my toy uh, during mm-hmm. a pandemic. That's not what I'm saying. But also, so that aside, it also is just weird how like they're just sporadically showing up everywhere. Yeah. So it's like they're going out, but no one knows when and where and uh, right. Well, I, the question is, okay, so how the model works, I'm, most of you are aware, and Evan, you probably know, but basically, yeah. you know, FFG is the manufacturer the, and, you know, creator of the product. They have it created and, and 
manufactured in China. It comes on boats. It then gets from there, it either goes to a distribution center for FFG Asmode, where they distribute it out to um, like Alliance or like these big Peach State or these big, you know, um, gaming distributors, or it goes directly to the distributors, which is more likely the case where you would say, okay, Alliance Distribution is going to order you know, 10,000 units of this. So we just have that shipment go directly to Alliance and then they distribute it, right? Mm -hmm. So the question is, uh, you know, when did the distribution happen? So the shipments came. The shipments are coming no matter what, right? Like China's manufacturing and shipping stuff. It's coming here. So is it getting on trucks? The trucking services are still working. Shipping is still essential. So, you know, you're still getting UPS at home and FedEx and the mail. Well, that doesn't stop logistics either from regular trucking companies from trucking stuff either, right? They're all considered essential businesses. So China's manufacturing. The boats are boating them over. The trucks are picking them up and taking them somewhere. Like none of that is stopped. So the only real monkey wrench is at the distributors. Are they labeled essential or not? And if if they are labeled um, somewhat essential, what will happen is they maybe they have to have rotating uh, um, staff, right? So they have yeah. to rotate uh, what hours that they're they're working. But maybe they have two crews: A crew, B crew on. A crew works this time. B crew works this time to make sure there's no hiccup yeah you're under your 50 percent. yeah right so 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 what's happening now where we're seeing these leaks this is not in europe this is in the u.s where some stores are getting this so what's happening is the distributors got the product and maybe have had it for a while and then what they did is they started shipping it out to retailers who then were like oh you know what i'm losing money because i can't have physically open my doors i'm selling this yeah online you know what? I, I'll find. I'll just sell it so that I make my money. So it's it's making it out somewhere. So the question is, and we don't know, but the question is, is FFG or Asmode stopping that and saying, whoa, 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 you're breaking date? Or is it because the, there's so much strain on the distributors to get it from their warehouses to the retail that we're seeing this trickle effect because it's just coming in slowly to everyone. Hmm. Um, I mean, to me, it looks like it's just coming in slowly. Uh, but yeah. then again, like, I don't know, maybe some, maybe there's a street date and they're just, some people are unwilling to break it and some are. Uh, you know, that's a good question. I really don't know. I know it. Uh, all I know is I see people getting tanks and I want my darn tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if people are getting them within the safety regulations of, you know, workers and everything, then. Gosh darn it! I want my tank too. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's a good point. Like it's, you know, we'll be happy when this is all uh, yeah. over for multiple reasons. But one, just getting uh, you know, like shipping back up. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, how much well, money I've saved because I can't order things today on Amazon anymore. <laughs> like all my unessential stuff is like two or three weeks out. I've yeah, I've noticed it's fifty fifty. Like so, the workaround to that, by the way, anyone who's out there, as long as you don't get it from uh supplied by amazon so if you look at where where it's from and if it's in an amazon warehouse it won't be today anymore but if you get it from someone who's a reseller on amazon 
Like, especially if they're in the United States, if they ship through the United States Postal Service, and as long as it can be in a large flat rate box or or a standard like uh, shipping, yeah, yeah. Ship, any standard shipping box from the Postal Service, you can get it within three days anywhere in the United States. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so like, like for instance, for those of you maybe who have seen our Facebook page, I've been posting. I we got a laser cutter for the business, and we're going to start doing laser cut tokens and and wood and and all this different stuff. And so I'm I've been ordering um, the plastics, and it's been coming through United States Postal Service in their flat rate boxes. It's three days anywhere in the U.S. So if they ship it from California, which somebody did, I got it three days later. Oh wow! Okay, dang. Yeah, the I mean, like as much as uh, certain people at high levels do not like the postal service, they have a great system, and it's the the reason it's the United States Postal Service, right? Is it's really good. Um, But yeah, so I think it's interesting because, and Evan, you know this. We've been doing this for a while, and for those Mm -hmm. of you who've listening, every once in a while, I like to come on and talk about like the real logistics of how things oh, sure. are working, you know? And I think this is why sometimes it can be frustrating to be a fan of this game because, and and then know what I know about like logistics and stuff, because it's like, I know that this isn't a logist, like this may be quarantine is a hiccup, right? But before yeah. when they were like delayed oh, on all this yeah. stuff, like this isn't logistic issues. This is internal issues that you're not, uh, you know, you're not paying attention or accounting for everything. Yeah, that's and what so, I was hoping. Um, after they said they're going to split into the two different companies, maybe that would, yeah, or the two different not companies but like sides. Right. I was hoping maybe that resolves it, but I I don't know. I all I know is uh, it's been real hard to expect anything on time. Yeah. Uh, just to have a track record. Uh, but you know, like. All Evan knows is he doesn't have his tank, and that makes yes. Yeah, my God. all I know is I've been looking at other miniatures games, uh, just to kill, like, hold my time while I'm waiting for my Legion stuff to come in. Yeah, yeah. That's like a Fallout. I got the Skyrim BattleTech. Uh, I've even found this cool boat game called um, it's like Steel and Iron. I think it's called. It's like X-wing style gameplay with uh, 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 like pirate ships. Mm-hmm. So you get a three by three. You put the ships out. Um, you've got movement templates, so they, you can do like uh, anchor turns and catch the wind, things like that. Um, I just saw it online. I'm like, we've been playing a lot of uh, Sea of Thieves, so I'm like, oh, that might be fun. Uh, you know, I'm just kind of just looking at anything now. I'm like, oh, that's in stock. Maybe I'll just what do that. What was it called? Uh, let me find it here. It's um, do 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 do. So it's uh, originally I was looking at a game called Blood and Plunder. Miniatures um, market. Miniatures. Market. Um, Blood and Plunder is you kind of make your own, um, you make your own little group of pirates or freebooters mm-hmm. or whoever you want, and you get a ship and you kind of make your own ship. And that plays on a three by three. And as I was looking at that, I came across a game. Uh, gosh, um, gonna take me a sec to find it. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. So yeah, I while you're looking for it, this interests me. So I have been. Uh, we talk so you know every Tuesday night or roughly we do 8 p.m. We do our live stream for Sea of Thieves, um, and you know I know some people didn't really enjoy us talking a lot about it on this podcast, but just to talk like I am, I love, 
I've been obsessed with anything pirates lately. So I was, you know, we're playing that game once a week. Rachel and I just like banged through Black Sails, the the series. Like Evan, I highly recommend it. And okay. uh, it's like they had three seasons. And basically, what Black Sails is is it's um, it kind of mixes real pirates that that actually existed that we know from the history books that were real. Yeah. But then it also is supposed to be the prequel to Treasure Island. And so like, it is so good. And it's like, it made me obsessed with pirates between that and the show that actually, um, I got, I got out, uh, you know, an edition of, uh, Treasure Island that I'm going to start reading too. Like, man, I've been just hooked on pirates lately. And so when you, when you're saying there's a board game too, I'm, I'm very interested. He still hasn't okay, found that, folks. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying. Uh, so it's not Sales of Glory. Um, Sales of Glory is, like, the same idea. Um, there, do you, did you remember uh, ever buying... There was... Oh, God, what was it? It was a little miniature ship game, pirate game, and you bought booster packs. And each booster pack came with a little, like, paper-built ship. And it came with little tiny D6s. And you oh. played on just, like, a table. Do you remember that? Yeah, no. Oh, God, I don't remember the name of that either. Uh, that I used to, cause there was like $5 a booster pack and you got two ships in there and they say you could just play out of one, but that's never, cause someone would get like a battleship, someone would get like a sloop and yeah. then like the sloop would make a wrong turn and just like, sorry, game over. <laughs> yeah. Just eat the cannons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'll keep looking while we're talking. Um, God, I couldn't believe I didn't, I didn't save it cause I was like looking and I was hemming and hawing and then, uh, uh, I found the, I think it's called blood and plunder. They, these guys were at the Nova one year. And mm-hmm. they just had a box of uh, okay. This is actually the same people. All right, cool. Okay. Um, Flintlock game. So they had a box that was just full of three D printed uh, Oak and Iron is the name of the game. Oak and Iron. Okay. Oak and Iron. It's a um, squadrons, convoys, flotillas, and fleets. It's a hmm. uh, like a starter goes for let's see sixty nine, and you get mm-hmm. uh, like you get. One, two, let's see. Uh, you get five ships. One, two, three, four, five, six ships. Um, you get the movement templates. You get uh, upgrade cards. You get ranges. And it comes with um, X-Wing style attack dice, like different oh, like yeah. headings, not just uh, here. Let me link that to you. Um, this actually oh, kind of I, I cool. found it. I found it okay, on Board Game Geek. Yeah. Yeah. It looked kind of cool, man. Yeah. Like, uh, because it's the X-Wing style and the map. Historical looks naval battles in the age of piracy. That's yeah. cool. So this looked cool because it. This is the kind of game that's fun to watch on a stream, uh, because we could literally make this game. This is there's like right. nothing in here that's like. <laughs> yeah right. Uh, yeah. What's cool is because when you're looking at the game, what the reason why X Wing is fun to watch is because there's all that bluffing going on about yeah. like oh which how's he going to move that ship oh I would have right, gone right, that right. way right like it's kind of surprising each turn, and so something like this would be a lot of fun so. Maybe at some point, you know, we've always been looking for the next, uh, uh, just something interesting to, to play, right? So uh, yeah, maybe. Oh we'll, man, it uh, looks like they've got a ton of upgrades too. Yeah, they've got uh, the uh, Oak and Iron Gentlemen of Fortune, Men of yeah. War, Blackbeard's Revenge. Oh, that's Blackbeard's Revenge upgrade kit. Yeah. Well, I know what we're doing. <laughs> and the ship's Hey, so cool you guys didn't like us talking about Sea of Thieves? Wait till we start <laughs> playing this game. Oh, Oak and Iron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's my here's my triple sloop strategy version one battleship. All right, here we go. All right, so they all sunk. 
Um, we'll get them next time. Uh, thanks for watching the fifth troopers. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they are allergic oh, to cannonballs and uh, awesome. boarding action. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this looked pretty cool. I was uh, gonna check it out at some point, maybe with this uh, the stimulus money. Um, but uh, yeah, it just seemed cool. Like a small, it's something you could bring to the shop and uh, yeah. and just put on a table and looks like a. I think it's they said it plays in about an hour. Um, God, I'm gonna buy hard into this. I can already feel it in my blood. Yeah, the uh, Oaken Iron is a one six uh, hundredth scale naval war game set in the Age of Piracy, Imperial expansion, and above all, fighting sail. Uh, it allows players to recreate battles between small fleets and squadrons of armed ships. Uh, the game is designed to be simple and intuitive, while also challenging players by pr- providing significant tactical depth, uh, mm. being true to the theme and tactics of the period, and supplying significant flavor in the various factions represented in this game. So, uh, yeah, that's maybe we'll. Uh... That's cool. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So, blah blah blah. There's that. What else is going on? Um, oh, you know what I want to. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah. You know what I want to talk about, Evan? Yeah. So we had had a conversation, uh, and and we've had people on the last few episodes, so we haven't really get got to discuss it on air yet. Mm-hmm. But I, I, we, you and I had this great discussion about how they should release the next factions oh yeah you know okay. what I'm talking about? so yeah, yeah yeah go ahead i want you to start it because i you you started it and then it kind of triggered this whole conversation and i regret that we didn't have it recorded but but uh yeah go ahead okay so here's my my maybe uh spicy not quite hot take um you release first order as its own like get started box like kind of like uh 40k does where you get like i don't know kylo ren uh two you know first order troopers and maybe um the little support uh the little motorcycle with the guy rocket guy in the back or they have like yep. a little car they drive around in yeah um so you get that and you don't even do a resistance faction right. um you just give rebels the resistance heroes so right cuz what we were talking about was that if if you watch the movies now, I haven't read the books or the comics, you know the in between yeah. stuff. But if you just watch the books or watch the movies, <laughs> there there isn't <laughs> there isn't a ton of you know what are you like, going to do? Repurpose the ATRT again? Like what do you go? You know, like yeah. you, basically they're you know throughout the movies they're still using the millennium falcon they're still you know they go to that one base and they're using the same things that were there stored there from years ago like what are those the the sand the salt oh yeah those or whatever so like you introduce those to the rebels you enter yeah you give the heroes to the rebels you just put all the resistance into the rebels and then you can do an older Leia, you can do an older Luke, you can do an older Han, right? Like you yep. can like uh, and and have, you know, maybe make Chewie a commander. I don't know, you know, but like there's all these options to add to this, add the heroes, add some more resist, you know, add resistance fighters as a core group. But they're all just part of the rebellion. Yeah. And no, like, I you, think that's you, smart. Yeah. And then what you can do is I think this helps them take it to the next step of instead of having to release these dual factions 
every time where it's like the opposing forces because that's going to get old quick and you're not going to have opposing forces all the time is it's a, instead of doing one faction one big two faction release you do a one faction release then six months later do the next faction so you know you could do the first order then you could do scum and villainy then you could do uh mandalorians then you could do you know what i mean like yep. there's just like tons of options. And and here's the question. The real question is, and this is why I think they have to do this, okay? So here here's my thought on this. Um, what did the guy, the president there of Asmode, uh somebody uh who interviewed him recently? Um Oh, um uh uh uh, uh Team Covenant. Team Covenant interviewed him and basically he said there's a big push for their Star Wars properties to to do Mandalorian, right? Yep. That's Disney's big push right now. They lost I mean, they basically did not make a ton of money on uh on the 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 recent trilogy. It it basically sucked, right? And everybody hated it for the most part and uh no one liked it. So they didn't make a ton of money. So but they but Mandalorian has been universally loved. And so th- the big push for Disney Lucasfilm is going to be Mandalorian. So what what does that mean? Because Mandalorian happens at a time when it the the, the Civil War and Clone Wars are all over, and you and the, all your main characters in there are part of no faction. Yeah, yeah. Do you know it's, what I mean? Uh, so that you know, what's funny about that is uh, right. So like we talked about how. Um, because right, like the resistance just had like rebel troopers more or less, right? right? They were dudes in shirts with guns, right? That's kind yep. of just troopers, and so it's, to me, it's just easier. You release old Han, then you can use young Han or old Han cards, right? That's how you get yep. Han and those guys back in the game. Um, but as for the Mandalorian, right? They didn't have uh, a faction associated with them because they want. I guess he was a rebel, right? If I had to, if I had to pick one. Right now, and I, say where does well, the but not at go? first, right? No, at not first, at first. He was no. right. It's just well, and the odd thing is, is that okay? So they kind of set this up with like Boba Fett and and Bosk. Like they have bounty hunters, right? And Cad yeah. Bane. Like they're gonna have bounty hunters. Like they, but the, the mistake they made was they put them in a faction. So the question is, how do you get them out of the faction? How do you make factionless or or a scum and villainy faction where, you know, maybe it's it doesn't like it doesn't have to be evil, right? Just because yeah. they're scum and villainy, it's just like maybe the, it's an it's, open faction that you're kind of uh, like unassociated peoples, right? So like yeah, you've got yeah. um, like the cartel. Uh, right. I mean, yeah, most of these guys are are technically villains, but like the cartel, you've got the huts, you've got uh, the Black Sun Syndicate, right? You've got uh, right. you could even just have like. Uh, uh, maybe even throwing like Sand Raiders, I suppose, just like a catch-all faction of just random Star Wars stuff. That right. Kind well, of and fits this together, this fits in with your th- your thought on how to do uh the new trilogy stuff too. Because think about it, uh, the first episode of the new trilogy, there was those two factions that got on board of Han Solo's ship. Oh yeah. To, right. So there's there you could bring those factions into that faction. You know what I mean? Yep. So there's. Uh, it's just yeah i think you need to be like i guess i don't know what you call it. i guess you'd have to call it scum and villainy at this point because yeah it's like that's kind of already a pre- yeah. right that's a precedent already set with fantasy flight um but yeah you could do 
Uh, that's where you could. So then you have Darth Maul, right? He could be part of Clone Wars, but and be part of the uh, CIS. But but you could then have him be like R two D two and C three PO, where he's a cross faction unit. Yeah. So then he can also be in Scum and Villainy, like leading the the what was it, the Red Dawn? Yeah. So that's you know because he was. I mean, right? Everyone says uh, we want Darth Maul and CIS, but. If you're looking by the movie, he was never really even CIS. He was right uh, the Emperor's apprentice. Yep. So if I or not the yeah like the Emperor's uh, like apprentice. So if I was going to put him anywhere, it'd probably even be Imperial if you wanted him right there. Um, not, not I guess not Imperial because that'd be uh, no. I, the Emperor's I think just, he, no. It'd yeah, be yeah. I think he has to be scum and villainy. So this yeah. is here's yeah, what no, you that, do. That's correct. You are correct there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna, if you're FFG and you wanna put out two factions, like for some reason you're hell bent on having starters, two factions yeah. at the same at the same time, right? You do first order, you do scum and villainy, and in scum and villainy you have Darth Maul as a commander. You could have, uh, you know, you can have all kinds of different, you know, Red Dawn foot soldiers, but you could also have like the uh Mandalorians that followed Maul in the in the Clone Wars this you know this se- season of Clone Wars there's uh uh Mandalorians that are you know their helmets are shaped like Maul's head and stuff so like you could have them in there you could have uh you could now like you could now put in some of the stuff from Hans the Solo movie right yeah. uh who was the the quote unquote bad guy during that that like ended up being the beginning of the rebels oh but, um, god yeah oh infant, um, inf- uh nest yeah 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 um right. you know they could be part of scum and villainy even though you know like the, yep. you could have young han solo as part yep. of scum and villainy you could you know what i mean like you could have uh Django fat you could like you could just kind of put in all these um i guess Django would be part of cis yes. sort of but yeah. but like but, you know, I think there's just this options where you can like, okay, so you have, you just start releasing single factions. So New Order, let, let, let's go through the list. New Order, yeah. uh, Scum and Villainy, uh, Gungans, Genotions. <laughs> Gungans, um, Genotions. <laughs> the Gungan Genotion starter set we've all been waiting for. Right. But, but Gungans, <laughs> right? I've, yeah. I know I have. Um, so I think there's all these armies that you have got the, been. The High Republic coming and you've got the Old Republic. Right. Right, right, so there's Sith, like Sith is a whole faction in that, and then whatever they do with the High Republic. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's time just to, like, right, so you got your core sets, and that's a good, you don't know about the game, you know, 100 is a lot of money, but you get it, and you don't like it, then you're only out 100 bucks, right? Like, that's a good way to start and try yes. it, but if you're really already, because you've built a fan base of people already buying it at this point, and man, do I not want to buy... Uh, a starter just to get half a faction that I actually want to play right at this point when they well, release, okay. it, and they release I, the next one. Yeah. And I think those starter sets made sense in this, and from this perspective, yeah, you, you have a generation me uh, and older, right? Like gen, gen X and above that were civil war era, like original trilogy geeks, right? Like yeah. love the original trilogy, loved rogue one, not a huge fan of, the prequels i've watched some of clone wars but i haven't gotten into it as much as everyone else right sure um still love star wars but that's that's where like mandalorian is right in my sweet spot because it's that perfect mix of new technology and like new thoughts but 
with the old style of how Star Wars should have been, right? And Rogue One was that same thing. New technology, updated graphics, old style. So you you have those fanboys and girls, right, that that want that. Then you have the new generations, the millennials, and and even you know some of the older guys like yourself who who love Clone Wars, right? Like big yep. fans of Clone Wars, love the clones and the droids. And you know the only thing I like about clones and droids is the droids. Like I love those tanks and that just that thought of fielding that army. But okay, so now you've you've kind of bridged the gap of the two. Those are really the two fan. Yeah, the big uh, groups, right? So you've captured them already by getting them into the core sets. I don't believe you have to do a core set anymore to no. capture anyone. I think now it's just new factions. You just go straight up uh, uh, GW and you just Games Workshop and you just go, we're dropping a new faction, uh, First Order. We're dropping a new faction, Scum and Villainy. Yep. And I, uh... frankly, I wouldn't even do First Order first. I, mean, I think it's dumb. Easy one. Yeah. Here, here's the problem with First Order. We already kind of have it. Well, Kylo Ren like... is just a different version of 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 uh, Dooku and of Vader, right? Like it's just another Vader Dooku mix. It's it's another set of stormtroopers that I have to paint white. This time they just <laughs> have like snowmobiles that work in the sand. Like uh, who cares? With like guys that jump off the back. Like I don't care. They have some sticks that got you know those prod sticks, whatever that they used for like one second in the first movie. Like okay, they got some stuff, but really. Who cares about First Order in the new movies? I mean, you have, you have, <laughs> I, I, and listen, they were fine, and I'm not trying to like put them no, no, down. I'm, I'm just, just letting you go here, man. Just keep right. Going. I'm just <laughs> saying there's no value in bringing anything from the new movies into this game right now, currently. Where the value lies is what we all want, which is what we were just talking about. How many times have you heard people ask for Gungan armies? Right, like you yeah. out there listening, may not it may not interest you, it may not interest you, Evan. But there's a thousand people that it does interest. How many people have been begging for like Ewoks, right? In in the Rebel God. faction, like Disgusting. I there's a there's a place for them though, right? Like yeah. like them or not, you you right now, if I told you, okay, Evan, I know you don't like Ewoks, but I bet you ten dollars that you could come up with a unit. Oh, I mean. Look, if we got Ewoks, I would totally recreate the mode in Battlefront where it's like one Stormtrooper versus 20 Ewoks. Yeah. And you try to get out. Like, that's, yeah, I would, as much as I chagrined, I would still be pre-ordering. I'm like, just put them in a brown paper bag. Don't tell anyone I've been here. Like, here's how you do Ewoks, okay? It's it's easy peasy, pumpkin squeezy. So what you do is you treat them like, for anybody out there, uh, you guys have heard me say this a million times, I've played, I used to play Warhammer Fantasy a lot. The goblins in Warhammer Fantasy are a perfect, uh, you know, analogy for how Ewoks should be in Legion. You have tons of them in a unit. So, like, right now you can have, what, eight to nine, uh, eight, right, Uh, droids in a unit. So, Ewoks, you should have ten. Ten in a unit, right? So, there should be base eight. You can add an extra ninth one, and then you can have an upgraded one for ten, Okay. Then what you do is you create a support uh, fact, a support unit. Okay, here's what the support unit is. Similar to Warhammer Fantasy, the goblins had this catapult that would shoot these gliders, 
And then they would, you could like, you could glide, you know, you'd have an aerial unit. So you have a support unit that's, that's Ewok gliders that like drop rocks from the sky. Chop okay? rocks, yeah, if you uh, pass right. over a unit, roll attack die. Yeah. So there's your support unit, right? And then you could give them like, maybe even you have an operative who's their, their leader there, right? Who's the head of the Ewoks. And maybe his like two pip is if there's a heavy unit, Within, you know, you you drop the 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 large the logs, tree trunks, the yeah, trap. the yeah the log <laughs> trap, right? Is his two pip log trap, and it deals x you know x damage or whatever. You know, or you roll like four red attack dice against heavy units or something like that. You know what I yeah. mean? So the, yeah. well, there there you go. You just added a whole stuff ton of stuff to rebels. Like it's easy. You tell me what you tell me what new order can do. That oh, I got some stormtroopers, uh, clone troopers, Darth Vader, and Dooku can't already do. Okay. Um, well, you just you put me on the spot with a whole lot of stuff. So, um, all right, I'm gonna try to slowly pick my way out of here. Uh, so okay. Um, I think Kylo Ren would be interesting. Um, okay. uh, you could do stuff like he could have like a tenacity kind of system built in where the more damage he takes, maybe that he unlocks abilities, right? Okay. Like if he's got four damage, he can do this. Now if he's got five damage. He can do this. Cause right. Like in uh, the first movie, he took that, like he took a, uh, a full shot from a, uh, uh, the battle, cro- like Wookiee's uh, blaster bow. Right. Yeah. And he just kept going. Right. That's, so that's super cool. Um, then you have uh, Hux. Hux is your, so he's your lightsaber user of your group, right? You've got yep. Hux as your uh, general, like um, Veers kind of yep. character. Yeah. Uh, so he can have like um, his big thing in X-wing is like coordinating. Uh, so maybe he can. He has like a kind of pseudo uh, coordinated fire cards, but except all of them kind of coordinate guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know exactly how to do that, but that's just my thought. These are right. These are just my my base thoughts, and then everything else kind of gets worked out. Um, then you've got uh, Phasma as your actual like battle commander. Um, she's got she could be equipped with a rifle or the stick she's got. So she could be in place of like a uh, uh, kind of like an Iden, like a, a frontline commander who can fight. Then you've got um, eh, I don't think you do Snoke. Throw Snoke out the window. He's he's out. Um, so those are your three ones you could start with. And I mean then, that's what they did in the movies. Throw him out. Yeah, the right. Window. Just just throw throw Snoke right out. Uh, but then in X Wing, uh, they have like um, their thing is like being they actually have an upgrade card called Fanatical. And so maybe when they lose more troops, they get more attack dice, like your core troopers, something of that nature. But then you've got, so you've got the traitor, right? TR eight R, the uh, the guy who sees Finn. So you've got yeah. the batons. Maybe they make them. Uh, maybe it gives them impervious in melee combat with pierce weapons. Okay. Uh, so maybe not like not pierce immune like the royal guards that keeps them special. Um, you've got flame troopers. You've got rocket like jump troopers, rockets. You've got the speeder car. You've got. Right, they're but they're bikes. just a—they're just like a mix of what we are. They're just what we already have. So yes, but they're what the faction I want to play. Even if they are, or like what other factions do, they're what I want to play. That's how you have to look at it. Like okay. through someone buying in, like, hey man, like I just like some guys are just like you know what? I think Kylo runs cool, and they okay, came so up let and me, I'm like, yeah, let me say this. I don't think he's not cool. Like I think he'd be fine. I'm saying though. I mean, he saved the movies. <laughs> right, so, uh, yeah, yeah. The dude um, uh, needed a back surgery after carrying the trilogy, but uh, it seems like to me, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe you're right, but that it just seems to me like 
there's so much more to be done that like first order seems like a mistake right now. See, no, we already have two stormtrooper factions versions of stormtroopers out there already. And I agree. And I, I think there's something to be said for um, like, right. Warhammer, right? Like there's a lot of units in, in 40 K that kind of do the same thing, right? Like chaos Marines, versus space marines right they have some different there's like they shall not know fear then death to the false like they've got little like i'm not talking any of the heroes i'm not talking any of the special units just like like they're the same guy right yeah you just put a different coat of paint on them uh but there's something to be said for hey even though my army is pretty much a clone of that other one i like it because the heroes are in it that i like and even though it's a vader to like maybe 0.5 like kylo runs like a not as good Vader. It's the character I'm playing that I want to play as. Do you understand? Okay. Yeah. Like that's kind of how. Like like even though it's the same thing, I'd still rather play this one, even if it's a little worse, because mm-hmm. these are the heroes I like. Um, and that's why I, I think that. you just throw resistance into rebels, so you could have Finn, Ray, um, you know, old Han, uh, old Luke, anybody there. And that solves all of your your need to make core units and everything for them because honestly they had like the skiff in the third movie they were on that they stole. Uh, they had Z sixes and Battlefront that just looked like Rebel Troop, right? There's not like right. they don't like because they're bad guys. Bad guys, you need a lot of cool things to fight the heroes to fight who are bad guys, right? So they get all right. these neat like vehicles, but the good guys are the heroes, right? So you just throw them in there, and then I can still have that Finn versus Kylo Ren on like a snowy hill. And reenact some of those cool movie scenes, mm-hmm. um, but without having to do a whole resistance faction. Um, even though, again, like I get what you're saying, like yeah, we've got clones and we've got stormtroopers. What else? Like, how much different could you make I, these? Well, and I'm not saying like don't ever like just like write off. Don't don't no, just no, write agree. it off like yeah. never to do it. But I'm saying I don't think that's what you should do next. No, no, that's fair. And I mean, like, right? They said the Mandalorian's coming. Um, and honestly, I don't see a fit for him in any current faction. So scum and villainy faction, right? Uh, like I don't see a fit that that feels good. You could put well, him in a few ones, but yeah. I wouldn't feel good about it, right? Right. I mean, think about not just him. And I guess you would. I guess you know all the there was Death Troopers and there was Moth Gideon and like and there were Stormtroopers, but they I guess they would still be part of Empire, right? They're not much different. They're just remnants of the Empire. So you could put them and you could have them introduce them and put them, you know, and give Moth getting the, the dark saber, right. And have him on the empire, right. That yep. would be, he would be an awesome commander yeah. with, with, Oh my God. Uh, and then he could, he could have entourage death troopers, right. And he could come, you could come up with an upgraded E-Web blaster, like with, you know what I mean? So yeah. you could add him into empire. That's how you take care of him. But everyone else in that show kind of not really anything right right they're not part you can't put them on the resistance or rebels they're not even rebels at that point they're the what are they the the um new republic yeah it's so like even then it's like right because they don't care about right they don't they they care about themselves right right? and that's how do you make a i don't know like i i agree like it's i think gideon goes in imperials yes like done right he's he, he works with Death Troopers, maybe. I don't know. Like, E-Web, this is an E-Web heavy blaster. It throws one red, two black, and two white, and it surges to critical. You will not survive if it fires. Uh, you, you, you've got all that stuff with him, so that's perfect. But, like, the heroes, 
if they had to, if you're going to do that, I guess Rebels, but I don't feel like they fit. So me, the only idea in my head was would be a scum and villainy faction. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you would put them in. And I think it would be a, I think it would be a disservice to the characters to put them into Rebels. It's kind of like shoehorn them in and be like, okay, that's you're here because Gideon goes right. here. Right? They're like good guys really now, good. and it's like, meh, they're not really good guys. Yeah, because the problem with Rebels is, you know, like, right, Cassian Andor is like, he started off as a questionable right. hero, right? Like, he shot that informant, and then uh, uh, he gets away. But at the end, he 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 learned what it is to make the moral choice and not shoot Jin's father. Like, right, there's, he had a character arc, and we haven't, the character arc we've gotten out of the Mandalorian so far is, uh, I don't want Baby Yoda to go to the Imperials, right? Like, right. he's still... He's, he's not a terrible dude, but he's definitely not like a, uh, you know, uh, you know, like a Leia or Han or Chewie right. or right. Sabine. Like putting him next to those heroes seems a little like he's like I guess I'm here, right? Like yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't like it. Um, and to villainy, he's just like I'm here because I want to be. It's like cool. All right, yeah, sure, you're in, bud. Well, yeah, and then you could have like you could have like these like. Okay, because uh, what uh, the woman there? Um, oh, sure, oh, I forgot um, the actress's name. Uh, is it Gina? Yeah. Gina, the MMA fighter, right? Yeah, um, you know she was an ex rebel. Yeah, right, a shock trooper, a jump trooper. I forgot. She'd be a cool what, operative, right? But like, you could have in Scum and Villainy, you could have like ex. Oh, X Rebel. of each one, yeah, ex right. rebels, Imperials, yeah, yeah. Or you could have Scum and Villainy could have. Um, like the Bad Batch, right? Like from yeah, yeah. Clone Wars. Like you could have, like you could add. It doesn't. Maybe it's not called Scum and Villainy because it makes it sound bad. But maybe it's, yeah. you know, you come up with another name for it. Like you know, other that it's just kind of batched together. Like you know, right? Because um, different stuff. Uh, War Machine did that. They just called them mercenaries. Like yeah, you got a mercenaries. That's yeah, just you called could do mercenaries. that. Mercenaries. Like yeah. So that was a bubble. They had their own heroes. They had their own units. They had all their everything. Because that that's their... where you could put Saw Gerrera in there. You could put yep. his, and his you know people. You could put um, uh, you know all the stuff from Solo in there. You could put because Solo wasn't yep. really there was no good or bad. Like they had they were against the Empire, right? And yep. uh, but like you know you you could it could just be this catch all for all these amazing units that we won't see otherwise or or that'll get placed in the wrong faction. Yep. No, I think that's like good. I don't want to yeah. play I don't want to play rebels just to play the Mandalorian. Yeah, like I just don't. You know, like, and I feel like that's it's just not doesn't feel correct, right? N- right, and it's disingenuous to his character in that show if you put him in the rebels. Yeah, I agree. You know, like imagine like. That squad, that uh, Bill Burr squad, there, right? Like you could have that. Oh, like that, I mean, uh, oh my god, oh my god, options. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I think there's. I think you just call them. I, I'm sure there's a Star Wars uh, way to call the mercenary faction uh, just something Star Wars themed, not just mercenaries. But yeah, you just do like unassociated peoples or something like that, right? Or maybe right. they make them generics, and you can just add them in. I don't know. I think there's a lot of cool yeah. room to grow here. Yep. All right, Evan. Well, that was a good talk. We did it. We did another hour, buddy. We did, we did it, boys. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, I don't really have anything uh, anything groundbreaking. Hopefully, we'll get uh, we some won't. news soon or anything. <laughs> we won't. It's going to be a while. <laughs> we, we won't. <laughs> <laughs>
Nah, we won't. But, alright, well, cool. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, join us next week. Everyone, stay red. Join us next week for another edition of the Fifth Trooper Podcast. This has been a Fifth Trooper production. <laughs>